Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. That our lives will never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Revelations chapter 12. We want to begin a new and very important series entitled Victory Over the Dragon. Hallelujah. Now, in China, I believe the dragon is one of the symbols, uh, probably a symbol of um, probably one of the gods they serve. For us, it is a symbol of the devil. Amen. In Revelation chapter 12, and you will see there in verse 1, and there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of 12 stars and she being with child cried travailing in birth and pained to be delivered and there appeared another wonder in heaven and behold a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head and his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth and the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born now look at me everyone how many have heard this before that satan fell from heaven and one third of the angels fell with him heard that before this is where that thing is taken from the dragon cast one third of the stars a third of the stars were cast down. That is where people have that theory from. It, there's nowhere in the Bible per se that says that one third, the devils are fallen angels and one third of them are, uh, what do you call it, former angels and then one third of the angels fell with the Lord and other. This is, this is where those theories are from, all right? So just for your information, okay? Now notice the dragon. The, the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered to devour her child as soon as it was born and she brought forth a man child which was to rule all nations with a rod of iron and a child was caught up into god and unto his throne and the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared of god that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days and there was a war in heaven michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon fought and his angels all right this dragon had angels and prevailed not neither was their place found anymore in heaven and the great dragon was cast out that old serpent called the devil and satan we deceived the whole world and was cast out into death and his angels were cast out with him so like i was saying this is where this story is from about the angels uh falling out of heaven whether it was a third or what probably from the stars that we read about before they gathered that a third of the angels fell now notice verse 9 notice verse 9 and the great dragon was cast out that old serpent 
called the devil and Satan. Amen. Which does what? Deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Alright? Now, I want us to look for just a couple of weeks at a very important subject. And that is victory over the dragon. Now, whether you believe it or not, there is the reality of evil spirits and evil powers. Amen. And Satan has many names. One of his names is the dragon. One of them is that old serpent. Okay? And you will notice right there that one of Satan's great works is to deceive people. But he is really the, the strength of Satan's uh, work, right, and fight against us. It's not in, let's say, maybe witchcraft that makes you have an accident with your car or uh, occultic powers that make all your chickens die or voodoo power that makes your house get burnt down or something like that. But in his power of deception, this is the strong point of the devil. Now, sometimes I, I, you read, you hear that um, quotation by, um, I forget his name, that you can deceive uh, some of the people some of the times, but you cannot deceive all the people all the time. Sometimes Chronicle likes using that quotation, you know, on their front page. They usually have some quotations they come up with. You can deceive some people some of the time. You can, and it's true. You know, you can deceive some people sometimes and so on. And, but you see, sometimes you, you may think that you can deceive all the people all the time, but you can't deceive everybody all the time. All right? So that is why some deceptions come to an end after some years. Now, the devil is a very powerful deceiver very strong if you fear anything about the devil fear his deception if if you fear anything about satan fear his deception amen if you tell somebody next to you if you fear anything about the devil fear his deception amen oh yeah if, if you are going to be afraid of the devil Diabolos, what you should be afraid of is his deceptive power. When they say somebody has, has deceived the whole world, you should ask yourself questions about the power of deception that is working in Satan. That is his strongest point. When Saddam Hussein attacked Kuwait, turn with me to John chapter 8. He said something that caused fear to run down the spines of American soldiers. A chill ran down the, the spines of the generals when Saddam Hussein said that thing. And I want to show you where Jesus also said that thing in the book of John. 
John chapter 8. John chapter 8 verse 42. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word. Verse 44. You are of your father, the devil. And the lusts of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. And he abode not in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. But when he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. When Saddam Hussein said that this was going to be the mother of all, what? Mother of all wars or battles. Mother of all battles. The Americans were frightened. You see, he was using psychological warfare. Because the way they defeated him in a flash, it was certainly not the mother of all battles. But when they, somebody tells you that you are about to experience the mother of all battles and wars, you will be afraid. Because you know that the children have come, but this is the mother or the father of the thing that is coming to fight. So when you see the children, now you are seeing the mother and the father at work. Are you with me? Then you know that a senior is coming to perform. So we have had wars, but now we are going to have a real war. And then Vietnam and all those, they, all, they were all children. Second World War was just a grandchild. Now is the mother. This is the father of the war coming. So ladies and gentlemen, when Jesus describes Satan as a liar, and not just a liar, but the father of lies, and a father of telling lies, then a chill must run down your spine. As far as Satan's ability to deceive, if you fear anything, fear his power to deceive. People who are in the grasp of the devil, the grips of the devil, are not in the grips of witchcraft and voodoo. They are in the, under the grips of deception. Satan's strength is to deceive. And through that deception, he has captured and captivated millions and billions of people. This whole world lies in wickedness and lies in the grips of a dragon who has de deceived the world. In fact, when you look at Europe today, you know, Satan's strongest attack came against the church. And let me tell you something. Anything that God sees that is working well, he will attack. I mean, that God, Satan sees that God is using, he will attack. He will attack. I said, somebody said, when I was not a Christian, I, did, I didn't have all these problems. You're having these problems because you're a believer. 2 Timothy 3.12 says that anyone who will live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. If you are going to be a Christian, the devil is going to attack you. As soon as you try to get free from the devil, he will attack you. Pharaoh is a type of the dragon. Pharaoh. Pharaoh is a type of Satan. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a picture of Satan. 
when, when Moses said, let my people go, God wants the people to go and sacrifice, Mo- Pharaoh said, no way, no way, no way, no way, no way. I'm not going to any born again. You're not going to go to church. You're not going to be in the ministry. Cannot happen. And then after one or two signs and wonders, Pharaoh said, listen, why don't you worship here? Moses said, we have to go out there. We cannot be here. You see, Satan would like you to be in the world, still be in the world and come to church on Sundays and go back. Come to church, go back, come to church. But stay in the world. You can be a nice unbeliever. Stay in the house, Satan will say. But Moses was smarter. Anybody who is a man of God is, has got victory over the dragon, victory over deception. D for dragon, D for deception. That's why I chose to use dragon. After Satan, Pharaoh realized that the people were going to go, he said, if you read it, you go home and read it. He said, go, but don't go far away. Don't go too far. Go, but don't go too far. Christians are, are told to go, but don't go too deep. You know, be a moderate believer. You know what I mean? Be in it, but not too much, not too deep. Don't be an extremist. Don't be these tongues, people, and don't pray. The church every day, and it's too much requires singing. What is that? I mean, go, but don't go too far. Moses said, we have to go three days. Jenny, deep down. We can't be near. Then Pharaoh realized that he was too late. He tried his last one, which works for most people. He said, go, but leave your cattle and your flocks and your money, your businesses. Go, but leave, because I know that where your treasure is, your heart will always be there. So go, but you can go even far, but let your money not follow you into your God and into your church. And Moses said, we need the flocks. We need them for some special sacrifice that we are going to do there. And Pharaoh, in the end, was forced to leave them. Pharaoh is a type of the dragon. He's an example of the dragon. He will try to escape you back. He will try to keep you in the world. He will try to keep you where you were. And it's like you be a... That's why there are people in the church who are like that. There are people who are in the first stage. They are in the world. It's like stay in Egypt and worship. You are in the world, but you come on Sundays and you go back. And when we talk to you, say, oh, you know, we cannot do this thing without cheating and lying. We cannot be Christian. It's not easy to be a politician and to be a Christian. And they, and they come to church and they sit in the church. And then there are those who are coming, but not too far. Go, but not too far. Let me tell you something. If there's anything you want to be extreme about, be extreme about Jesus. You want to be a fanatic, be a fanatic about Jesus. Because you will always be a fanatic about something. Something will always drive you. We all have a drive. Something that is pushing us. Something that is pulling us. Something that is making us do things. If anything will drive you, let Jesus drive you. And then he told him, go but leave your money. Leave your flocks, your businesses, and other things. You just go. There's no need to involve money in church. Money can stay aside, and church too is aside. But that is the last deception that Moses was not deceived by.
So ladies and gentlemen, as we study how to obtain, how many want victory over the dragon? Now let me tell you something. The strongest attack of Satan on you is an attack of deception. What's your name? Rahel. Deception is what you must fear. Not which juju. When any juju man who comes and just shakes himself, take water and just throw, throw it on him and go away. Don't fear them. They, they have no power against your life. Declare by the word of the Lord that no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. I cast that thing in the name of Jesus and take water and throw it on him. He will just become a wet juju man. And walk out. That is not what you should be afraid of. If there is a juju man in there, many people have cursed me. Many people have told me what is going People have had dreams about me. All the time, people have various things about me. But I'm still around. Because there is no enchantment against Jacob. It will not work. God told uh, the, the prophet, the guy Balaam, he wanted to curse him. He said, You can't curse them. You can't curse what I've blessed. You cannot be cursed because God has already blessed you in Christ. I said, You cannot be cursed because God has blessed you already. So when they come and they do, huh? I say, Find ice water and throw it on them. They will, say, ah! they will suddenly, all their powder will come off their face, and you realize that they are ordinary people. Who are just looking for money have you seen the guy on, on taxi driver same type of uh... now i want to deal with one of the strong deceptions that is at work in our lives so that we can have victory over that deception amen, amen. turn with me to deuteronomy chapter 28 Deuteronomy. Do you know Deuteronomy? Then find Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 28. And that deception is a deception about the curse of poverty. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 15. If you fear anything about the devil, fear his deception. Deuteronomy 28 verse 14. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. Verse 15. But it shall come to pass if thou wilt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments which I command in this day that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Notice verse 17. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy cursed shall thou be in the city and cursed shall thou be in the field. Amen. Now the city is a developed place and the field is the undeveloped place. Is that not so? Is the field, is the city developed Compare Accra to some of the fields, isn't it? So Accra is the city and some other places are the field. When you compare Accra to, let's say, New York, you realize that Accra has become a field and those places are cities. 
So, God is trying to say that wherever you are in life, okay, whether you are in a developed place or an undeveloped place, if you are disobedient to the word of God, you will be cursed. Amen. Are you listening to me? You'll be cursed in the city. You'll be cursed. You can travel to wherever. You'll still be cursed. I see a lot of people who have traveled and they are still cursed. Oh, yes. I see a lot of people who have traveled to wherever and they are not blessed where they travel to. Travel to America, travel to England, to Germany, to whatever. Man! You, you would have thought that just going there would have been the end of all problems. But you see, when you see them, that you, you, you begin to wonder whether would it not have been better for you to be back home. So ladies and gentlemen, it's not a matter of Germany or Toronto. It's a matter of being blessed by God and avoiding the curse. Wherever you are, you can be blessed. That's why there are people that are blessed in the field and they're also blessed in the city. Wherever they are, they are blessed. I see you being blessed in Jesus' name. And it says, Cursed shall be thy basket and thy store. Now, you see, I am showing you right here that poverty is also spiritual. These things are also spiritual. Some people think that it's just because of hard work. But I believe that there is, I believe that there are curses operating in Ghana. I believe that there's, I believe there's a strong curse at work in Ghana, in Africa. There's a curse all over the world. There are different kinds of curses. But there's a strong curse here. I believe there's a curse of war that is ravaging the continent. I believe there's a curse of poverty. You, you see intelligent Ghanaians. All the time you see them and it looks like how to make our way forward and to do well in life. You just wonder. It seems to elude us all the time. It seems to, it seems to, to go away from us. We change governments. We have revolutions. We have house cleaning. We have coup d'etats. We have democracy. We have voting. We have everything. And yet, it does not seem to be really any better. And you see, you must know that when you see things that are unexplainable, then you must begin to think of spiritual causes. He says, Kesher shall thou be in the city. Kesher shall thou be in the city. If you disobey the voice of the Lord your God. Kesher. Notice verse 17. Kesher shall be thy basket and thy store. That is your wallet. How many of you here have got credit cards in your wallets? Raise up your hand. Very few people in our country even have seen a credit card before. Sika card. Even the Sika card, how many of us have the Sika card? I don't know. But you see, when the Bible says, Kesha shall be thy basket, and Nutra says, basket to know. And yet, cash, there's nothing inside the basket. You are holding the bag, you are holding the handbag, wallet, pocket, there's nothing in it. But the average wallet of an American moving around or a Japanese is holding various credit cards with which he can go into a shop and buy things for $10,000, $20,000. Right now, young boy is holding a card. He can just go and buy it right now. How many of us can go into a, 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 a place and buy something for $100,000? Kese shall be thy basket and Kese shall be thy store. The store is the bank, Barclays Bank, Stan Chart, Ghana Commercial Bank. How many, last time during the convention, I was praying for those who didn't have bank account. Is that not so? And you see, most people don't have bank account. And most people don't. And cashed indeed are the bank accounts in the country. Because most people don't want to keep their money in the bank accounts. 
People are afraid. If you keep your bank account, I have heard people who work for banks discussing people's private bank accounts. One time I told our church people, close the account in that bank because I heard how they were talking about bank accounts of people. I said, that is not a professional way of behaving. If people have their bank account, they are not supposed to talk about it. Because, hey, yeah, Mr. Abebeza came to deposit 78 million. Tell the guy has got money. What kind of rubbish is that? So I told them, close the account over there right now. Before we, we start hearing all sorts of things. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you find out that since the day that they announced that all those who have more than 2 million in their bank account or whatever should at the nearest police station, since those days, uh, those who have 50,000 and so on should report to bring it. Since those days, everybody's afraid. Nobody would like to keep any money. Oh, yeah. So cash and indeed are the accounts. That's the basket and the store. Are you there? The next one, Kessel shall be the fruit of thy body, and it goes on so many curses. Verse 19, Kessel shall thou be when thou comest in, and Kessel shall thou be when thou goest out. This is a curse as you see Africans, as we are trying to travel to America. You see us going to, we are accursed people, as, if, as though we are accursed, going to beg for visas. They will tell you, do, do this, dance, bring your bank account, bring this, bring this, bring that, because we want to go to their country. And when we are coming back, you see us carrying a lot of things, big, big suitcases, and the thing cannot enter the plane. This and that, we have to pay. And oh, oh man. Kesse shall that be when thou goest. Kesse shall that be when thou. That's why they sit in their embassies and then they decide. From today, we won't give anybody visa again. They decide. From today, American visa, we won't give. From today, this visa, we won't give. No more. This, that. Why? We are begging to go and come. I am trying to show you something today that uh, these things also have a spiritual root. And Satan has covered everything so that everything looks natural, but it's not natural. You were not born to be under for somebody to be above. Now, how can we overcome the devil, the dragon? We can overcome by overcoming the deceptions. Look, being born again is overcoming a deception. To be born again means you have to overcome the deception that you don't need God. There are people who think they don't need God, but that is a deception. There are people who think there's no God. There are people who think that they will not die. There are people who think that when they die, everything will be okay. There are people who think that everything will be all right, no problem. But it's not true, it's a lie. I'm a preacher, I'm telling you it's a lie. It will not be okay. Go and ask a rich man and Lazarus, what happened? These are deceptions of Satan. And I'm saying that victory over the devil is victory over deception. Anybody who Satan has gotten in his hand is a deceived person. Look at Absalom. He was deceived. He fought his father. You can't fight your father and win. You may look as though you have hurt him or damaged him, but you won't win. It's a, it's a lie. Satan was deceived. He said, I will ascend and make my throne by the most. You can't be God. You were created. Thou hast forgotten that thou was created. So I have put you. So I, said, I put you there. God put you there. You are going to be, be like God. It's not true. It won't work. A, a rebel pastor who thinks that he is fighting God and he's going to destroy something, spoil a church, and so on. The person is deceived. In the end, I have watched it many times. The person is the one who is destroyed, and the church is still there. All these are deceptions. Some of the press may think that they can spoil a church. Or they can. Some people say, I, I, so one, one person I heard, one journalist said, his mind, his mind is that he's going to do things against the church until people don't go to that church again. 
So I'm saying that all these things, they are deceptions where you think you can deal, you can do certain things, but it's a lie. So victory over the dragon is victory over deception. You don't pray because you are deceived into thinking that it's more important to rush to work and to do all the things you are doing than to pray. That's why we don't pray. It's all deception. People don't have the word because people are, are taught that Bible study is just to make you a kinder, nicer person in life. That's why you have to read your Bible. So if you don't need all those things, there's no need to read the Bible. But not knowing that wisdom, which gives you riches and honor in your left hand and length of days in your right hand, are found in there where there is wisdom. So we stay away. Look at Europe. Today. Today the churches are closed down. Even our church, we are trying to get a, a building. Trying to buy one of these Anglican buildings in London. And they are selling them. I passed by one Anglican building. They've made it into a, 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 what do you call it? Apartments. Some have been turned into discos. The churches have been closed down. In, in Zurich, our church went to try and get a, a, a building. Uh, and and the, the man said, oh, uh, by June, June, they are closing down. Because only 15 old men and women come to church. And that one, they come every two weeks. So they have service every two weeks. 15 old men and women come to church. I mean, Satan has been able to close down the church in Europe. How? By what power? By witchcraft? No, by deception. Now the people, they have evangelists like Voltaire and, and, and people who didn't believe in God who gradually started saying things. There's no God. There's nothing. Life is what you make it. Life is on earth. Your, your human strength is what is important. This gradually, these things, deception gradually worked on the mind of the people until the church is closed down today. 1837, they sent missionaries here. Switzerland, England. They sent missionaries to Ghana, Germany. They sent people to come and die here. We have... Uh, by the stadium, we have a Basel Mission Cemetery. White people, Swiss men and women, came here to die so that they could bring the gospel. Today, 100 years later, the churches are closed down. Closed down. That is the power of Satan. If there's something you should fear, fear the thing which can close down a church. Strong deception. Strong. If you fear anything about Satan, I say any juju man who comes any juju man who comes to do anything in front of you. I remember one time, my wife went to, uh, was seeing a, a, an agent for a house. Was trying to get some accommodation and so on. And then the, the agent was saying something, you know, his commission and so on. And then suddenly the guy said, look, if you do something so that I don't get my commission, I'm warning you I'm an airway. I said, what, what do you mean by you are an airway? Next time you hear something like that, take water and throw it on a person. You are nowhere, so you can do whatever. On us, you have no power in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is more powerful than any of these. Look, the thing I, I am showing you today what you should fear. I had a mate when I was going to school, and he, when we go to do exam, he would stand there and stamp his foot and say, "Shh, people come and get a gun in twenty, and you go mad, boy." He was saying, baby, come on, get a gamali 20. Baby, come on, get a gamali 20. I said, brother, I said, what are you saying? He said, it's his powers that he's releasing before he goes for the oral exam. Take water and throw it on, on them. 
Don't be afraid of any part. You see the soccer player. You see, you see the soccer player, they will, they will climb over the wall instead of passing through the gate because they say the other team have put a juju at the gate so that if you pass through the gate. So last time, you see House of Folk or Black Stars, they climb over the wall. The coach, the players, everybody. Me! And then one time too, they told them that they should allow them to score them. So that in the return match, they will score and they were going to win. And they scored them. And when they went for the return match, they didn't score. <laughs> I said, man, you, you are deceived. It's, look, the, the devil has no... If those things were working, then Ghana should have been the number one football team in the whole world by now. When they are playing football, Ivory Coast, they, they, you see the goal, last time we played, remember when Abidi Pele and those guys, were, the goalkeeper had something inside the pool. They said that that thing was the thing a glove, whatever, that was what would not allow the, 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 ghost, the ball to go in. That is how our minds... Don't, that is not what you should be afraid of at all. I'm telling you. Before we came here, the things that they told us, this place, this, 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 that, whatever, we are here. By the grace of God, we have been here for some years now. And we are winning. We are having victory. Oh, yeah. All the things that they've done against us over here have turned out for our good and our faith. The thing, the attack that they attacked, it was free advertisement that was coming for the Lord for one year advertisement. From that day, we became known in the country. Oh, yeah. The attacks that we had here, they made us, it made us buy another building. All these things have worked out for our good. We have seen the blessing of the Lord over and over and over and over again. We will we, we, we paint the wall soon, different colors, so that it's like a design. You see that? Come and see our wall. May see that some bayer wall be multicolored wall. If you want to be afraid, be afraid of the deceiving power. You know, we are we are so deceived. We think money is la- worth everything, but it's nothing. When you lie on your dying bed, you will wish you had spent more time doing God's work. In the moment that you are going, you will realize how useless and futile. All that. It's just deception. We are so strong. This life will be over for all of us very soon. It will be gone in a moment. And we wish we had spent more time, more money, more effort to do God's will and to do God's work. But we are deceived. We think we are doing Even as pastors, we are sometimes deceived to think we have to do administrative work. We have to do this, do this, do this. When we have the computer, then we are working. It's all a deception. And God is trying to show us a great victory over deception. And I believe that there is a deception that is making us poor. How many want that victory over that deception that brought, has brought poverty and that brings... I believe, listen, in the next three weeks, anybody who is here, right, God is going to do a special financial uh, removal of something in the realm of the spirit over your head to release you out of the power and the grips of Satan to keep you down. You mark it. You mark it. Mark it somewhere. In the next three weeks, within the next three Sundays, as we are going to do, because I'm just going to make it very short, and we are going to kill something. God is going to remove it, and I'm going to lead you into a match for victory. Listen, somebody asked me one day, do I believe this? I said, I believe it. I've been a pastor for some years. There was a time I was the, I was the only person in the church with a car. Oh, yes. Even my car, I don't see it now, these days, Renault 4. I don't get anybody who has one. But I was, I, my car was reigning supreme in the church. First of all, it was the only car and it was the best car. But I've seen it. I said, I've been here and I've seen God do it. 
from victory to victory. And I'm going to lead you as your pastor. You are the sheep that God has given me. We are going on a march out. I said we are going out. In fact, spiritually speaking, we are moving out of this. He picked whatever barrier that is overhead. Whether you listen, whether you travel or whether you don't travel, or whether you, you do this or you're in the city or in the field or whatever, by the power and the action of the Holy Ghost, by the time we finish this particular seed, you are going to see God taking, I say, He will hold you at the back here and then. I see you coming out of the dust in Jesus' name. I see, I see you sitting among the princes in Jesus' name. I see you moving to the top. No wickedness can hold you back. If you fear anything, fear deception. Don't fear uh, uh, Juju man. Any Juju man you have, pour water on him. I told you to pour water on him. He will just become cool. And you realize that they have no power. Listen, our time is up, so next week we shall get into it. We haven't even started, actually. So we'll get into it next week. How many are ready to get into a barrier breaking? I feel something over here is being removed and will be removed. And I see you going up. You will be an island in the midst of poverty. I'm going to write a book How to be rich when everyone else is poor. How many want that book to come out? How to be rich when everyone else is poor. Stand to your feet. All right, let's pray. Father, just lift up your hands to the Lord and ask God to deliver you from any kind of deception that Satan may be using against your life, bringing against your life in any form or fashion. There is a young lady here. You, some young man is deceiving you. He's calling you. I love you, this and that and that and so on. God is saying, don't be deceived, man. Deliver yourself from evil right now. Father, thank you for your great blessing and deliverance today as we come before your throne lord we thank you for a great blessing and breakthrough it is finished lord your word is powerful enough to take away from over our head every cash and every power of darkness thank you for opening our eyes that old serpent the dragon cannot deceive us anymore in the mighty name of jesus thank you for your great blessing in jesus name and as every head is bowed and every eye closed if you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to be born again, Pastor, pray for me, please. I want to give my life to God. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray a special prayer before we close. Lift it up high. God bless you. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but deep down in your heart, you know that you don't know Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. Lift it up high. Thank you. I see your hand over there. I see your hand. Lift it up high. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. God bless you. If you've lifted up your hand, I want you to come to me in the front here, and I'm going to pray for you right here. God bless you. And you may be seated. The rest of you may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember... God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.